0: Go, John Curley, Sherry Ellicer show starring Sherry Ellicer and just Sherry Elliger today. How about
1: that? You're
0: on your own, my friend. What? It, well, okay. I'm just so Hang used
1: on. to having a, a dead co-star.
2: It's a David Niven.
1: Oh, David Niven.
2: Or and or Robert I really like Conrad.
1: David, I, I love David <laughs> Niven. Bippity boppity Niven, He's English. Diving into the.
0: All right. Yeah, the problem when you're a city council member, you know, you send an email and then your constituent sends one back and then you go back and forth. You just got to be careful because you never know when you, as a city council member, you send something out. Next thing you know, the constituent reads it. Next thing you know, uh, you send something back. And next thing you know, you're on the Jason Ranch Show. I really oversold that, didn't I? Um bippity boppity Booty, to you, too, Sherry. Uh, <laughs> so here, here's the story of this woman who's had this flower shop in Tacoma for, what, 90 years or something? It's been there, Brown's Flowers, at yes. that the name of the place? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So she decides she's going to move. She makes the big announcement. Hey, by the way, we're moving to Fircrest. Um, and then she sort of explains why she's moving because, well, there's, you know, there's some crime and you just don't get the foot traffic, and we've decided we're going to move. It was sort of an announcement. Hey, look for our new address on our website. And we're excited to see everybody in Fircrest. Is that basically the setup?
1: Yes. She said, said, with the neighborhood declining, the foot traffic isn't here. We need that walk-in business to stay afloat. We have had numerous customers state that they don't come in due to the neighborhood. Honestly, I don't blame them. This month alone, a new bullet hole all the way through the glass doors. Fires started behind the shop in the alley. Not to mention the new neighbors on Washington and their aggressive dogs make it harder for customers to want to visit us. Okay.
0: So that's what she sends out. Does does the city council member in Tacoma respond directly to that announcement?
1: Yes, yes. She sent the email, and then she heard back um, from the city council person, and her name mm-hmm. is Sarah Rumbaugh, and she yep. said, Good luck in Fir- Fircrest. I think your neighborhood has has changed a lot over the last 10 years. I'm not sure that the homeless issue is the only thing impacting that location. Thank you for your, what you meant to Tacoma. Well, she never mentioned well, the homeless being a problem or having or right. having an issue with uh-huh. the homeless.
0: Uh-oh. 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 Then Brownsflower owner, uh, Teresa Woolen, goes on with Jason Rance. Um,
2: my initial email uh, was to the business district and the city council. Yep explaining um, that we have chosen to move, uh, reasons being the the crime that is in Tacoma that hasn't been um, dealt with very much, Uh, the homeless encampments around us. um, I have bullet holes through my glass windows, um, just the unsafetiness of of being here. We have customers that report to us that they don't come by anymore because of the neighborhood. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just felt it was time to leave.
0: Okay, so then she gets the email back from the council I, person. I
2: then... basically uh, received an email um, stating that um, my first email back was stated that um, I, uh, I, I had a lack of compassion basically for the homeless. Um, wow. and, and my email out there was not necessarily directed about the homeless. Um, you
0: don't even mention the homeless it. in your email.
2: I don't. <laughs> I don't. Um, so I responded back to the council um, person.
0: Who was the council um, person?
2: It's Sarah.
0: V- Is that what Jason Rand sounds like?
2: Uh, well, yeah.
0: I think he's, he's heard uh, he before. recorded himself off like, site. I don't I'm think kidding. he was in the I'm building. Like, I'm only kidding, only like kidding.
2: Okay. Rumba. Uh, yes. Sarah Rumba. Okay. Yes. Um, so I responded back to her in regards to that I was a little frustrated with her email. Um, I didn't say anything about homeless, and if she knew anything about me, she would know that um, I've helped numerous homeless people in this area. Um, my issue is with uh, crime, the the person that lives across from our building that has a machete that waves to us, um, the aggressive dogs, the, the garbage that um, was left in the alleyway that I've cleaned up and inadvertently poisoned myself um oh. the bullet holes the unsafetiness basically
0: yeah did she respond to you
2: she did um she basically told me that she would um <clears throat> not shop at um in my business um and that she wished me the best of luck
0: yeah she will never be buying flowers from her again so
2: well, she, uh, what people she are a little said,
0: sensitive, right? As a council person, a little sensitive and immediately goes to the homeless issue. I watched an interview uh, that she did on, I think, City Line or something like that. And, you know, they're focused on equity there in Tacoma. And they're going to make sure that uh, they have all sorts of different programs for people. And, you know, this seems like a bit of a, a tempest in a teapot. But it's, you know, something this woman has to deal with. Does anything that stick out to you that bothers you with the back and forth between the council person and the the business owner sherry
1: um i think this part here she says i only buy flowers here in district two you will not see me supporting your business and i find it intriguing that you think crime is just in tacoma good luck it's just not very nice i mean (laughs) i this is a person who had a business where she's a representative in for 90 years and so for her to get defensive about it when the facts are pretty clear that things are falling apart and they have lost businesses and they have lost customers, for her to say I will not be, you will not see me supporting your business, she, that was unnecessary at best.
0: So the, so the proper way, if you were to be trained in customer service, it would be the letter would read something like, let's do it together. Ready? Up. Dear uh, Teresa, I... Um, so sorry to hear that you're leaving after 90 years. You, uh, after looking at the many reviews you have online, you seem to have provided great service and you know wonderful flowers for people in need.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm thinking we about will certainly miss with, your. Yeah. Okay. You go ahead. Uh, yeah. We will certainly miss your contribution to the business uh, to the to the uh, the the community. And we'll miss your contribution to making... Slow down, slow
0: down, Sherry. Hold on, I can't keep up.
1: To making Tacoma a more beautiful place with your flowers.
0: Period. Is there any way I could change your mind? Is there anything that I could do that could make you feel safer and allow you to keep your business here in Tacoma? please reach out to me uh, yours sincerely etc 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 ps there
1: i go. have no intention of doing anything so don't bother to respond
0: <laughs> hey hey strike that back that all up right. get rid of that hold on let me, let
1: me try to i got to white it out hold on oh sorry can't you use that little tape stuff you know where you type in no i'm using the, the white out oh okay all right well, that never looks I'm good i'm trying it it's you know, really okay. obvious all
0: right. That's the letter you send out, right? Yes. You know they're going to come back, but you send that out. And then you know what? Then you don't get talked about on Jason's show. You don't get talked about here. It's just basically understanding how customer service works. City of Sammamish, when I was there, Ben Yuzici is a city manager who's won City Manager of the Year. I don't know how many times he was uh, he was there and a couple of other places as well. They hired... Um, Disney to do the Disney customer service. They sent all the employees to this Disney customer service school to learn how to respond to the customer. Uh, it worked out well because, you know, when people come up there and they're mad about permits or mad about this, you just learn to like, okay, I see. And then you use the feel, felt, found technique. I understand how you feel. Others have felt the same way. Here's what they found. You feel, felt, found the person. Get them on your side. This doesn't help anybody, you know, right? But listen, you know, it's uh, you get what you get. People running for office, and there you go. These people down in Oregon have come up with an amazing idea. The city council is floating this idea. Is it? Oh, it's the entire state of Oregon. Holy mm-hmm. moly! Wow. Okay. Um, here's what they want to do. They Oregon wants to. Uh, let's type this up. Take a note there, Andrew. Uh, Oregon uh, bill would give homeless a thousand dollars per month with no strings attached. He gets.
1: Right. No it, it, well, this is how it will work. So if this passes, um, they said the recipients can spend $1,000 on rent, food, childcare, or other goods or services of the participants' choosings. So there is no um, restriction on what you can spend the money on. You can spend the money on... Anything you want. And this is what you have to... These are the qualifications. Uh, homeless, at risk of being yeah. homeless, severely rent burdened, or uh-huh. who earn at or below 60% of the area median income. So this will then... um This will take place for two years. According to the bill, the university study must – they're going to do a study then – must explore various policy design choices and program models for providing long-term cash assistance to a variety of populations in different regions of Oregon. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: it must must consider disparate impacts on communities of color – Immigrant yeah, and right. refugee communities and persons yeah. identifying as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, Straight, and other minority.
0: Straight white need not apply. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you think this will do?
1: Well, the goal is to make it permanent. The study is not whether or not it worked and whether or not anybody really uh, was, I guess, benefited from it. I suppose that's part of it. But really, it's a way to make that they, what they're working toward is to find a program that will work for this permanent uh, cash, uh, you know, for people to be able to get this cash permanently. Um, Mm -hmm. They've done this in other cities. This isn't new. And most of the reviews afterwards are good. They're saying people were able to, with that extra $1,000, do – You know, be able to pay a bill. or But I think some of it Uh was limited to people that Uh were below the not quite at the poverty poverty level level, but they'd get an extra thousand dollars. So if their washing machine broke or something, they wouldn't have to go into further into debt or anything. I think that's the way some of them have worked.
0: That was that chosen group. They, they've they tested it, small group of people, and they chose you based upon, you know, your conditions. And sometimes a small little uh, car expense can just, you know, just sink somebody. In this case, you're going to give it to somebody that is homeless. So you're going to incentivize them to continue to live the life they're leading. I tried to find out if anybody put a program in place that would incentivize good decisions as opposed to bad decisions and i did this with my daughter charlie who not good about saving a lot of kids don't really do well when it comes to deferred gratification i said for every dollar that you put in that u.s bank account every dollar i will match it two dollars for every one i will continue to match it two to one when you get to a thousand dollars I will match it five to one. I'm going to incentivize you to make good choices rather than give you money to have you not make good decisions. So I will reward good decisions. I have seen programs, for instance, that has been floated where if you don't get pregnant, we will give you $20,000 a year. If you don't uh, quit that job and you keep that job and if you get a raise... Or if you take another job, if you make more money, we will give you more money. So we will incentivize good choices as opposed to incentivize bad choices. If Oregon passes this and they give $1,000 to homeless people, this will do so much for the city of Seattle because people in Seattle will move to Oregon. Because why not move to Oregon where they can give you a $1,000 a month? Right, so and you're incentivizing people to make bad choices. It's the same way three out of most people that are fairly poor that win the lottery are bankrupt three to five years out, bankrupt, because it's not about the money, it's about the poor choices that people make that that sink them when they get more money. So if you're going to hand somebody a thousand bucks who's homeless, why bother changing your lifestyle? You're being paid to be homeless. You want to flip it around the other way and incentivize people to make better choices. By the way, on Charlie never took me up on the offer.
1: She didn't? That's a great offer. Never.
0: I know. That's the money I would have given to
1: Sully. (laughs) That's a great, that's a pretty easy way to double your money.
0: And then triple and then five times the money. Because I was trying to encourage and create the habit. Create the habit. And the same thing. In other words, I forget that he was a a representative in in, in North Carolina or South Carolina. He said, listen, we will pay you, because it costs the state X amount of dollars if you have a child and you can't afford to feed the child. We will pay you not to have a baby. And everybody went after him. Oh, my God, that's racist. He goes, no, just make a better choice, better choice, and we'll reward better choices rather than rewarding bad choices. And everybody went blasted away at him. Uh, But – Think about the the reverse psychology of, of the incentive, the sort of distorted incentives to make bad choices. And that, that's what they're doing in Oregon if they pass this thing. $1,000 to be homeless.
1: I, I guess the argument to that would be choices are subjective, right? So if if you choose to have a child... And you want to give life, and you want to be able to have a child in your life. That's not necessarily a bad choice to someone, regardless of no. the fact that you can't pay, take care of it, you can't pay for it, you don't have the responsibility to give the child a good home. Doesn't matter. But if you, if that's what you want, and that's what you want yes. in your life, no one has the right to take that away from you.
0: I understand that, Jerry. But, but if. There is a reverse incentive or distorted incentive where if I have a child, I get this amount of money. If I have another child, I get more money. What's the disincentive to have another child?
1: There isn't one. There isn't one at all. It's backwards.
0: Right. There you go. All right. How's that uh, letter? Um, I I pulled it out of the typewriter. Can you fold that thing up, put that in an envelope somewhere, Jacob? Okay. The one I I typed up? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got Make a real old-fashioned-sounding typewriter, John.
1: Make sure I that whiteout is dry. I'd,
0: I'd consider, yeah, upgrading to maybe something more modern. Oh, really? Well, I'm going to write you a little note right now. Here we go. Yes, the John Curley, Sherry Elliker show, starring Sherry Elliker and David Nippins. All right, Sherry, you, you insisted on co-hosting with somebody that's passed away. Weird thing in your contract. Uh, yeah, I, have, I have asked you this: you, Were you a cheerleader? I know that you were known for a bunch of things in high school, but uh, I can't remember <laughs> if it was cheerleading was one of them.
1: No, I wasn't a cheerleader. My sister was. No I cheer was squad, like, though. No. Your, no oh, cheer oh squad. your sister
0: was. Okay. Yes. I tell you something. I've watched this video of this girl cheering. I'm like, God bless her, right? It yeah, was the good for her something or other and championships in some place and. What happened to the whole team? She seemed to be kind of all by herself out there on the mat.
1: Yes, she was unfortunately abandoned by her cheerleading squad. um, A few days before she was going to this championship, everybody quit but her. And she didn't know what she was going to do. She goes to Morrill High School in Morrill, Nebraska. And she was really looking forward to it. Cheerleading was a dream for her, and it's what she always yeah. wanted to do. So she went to her advisor and said, hey, I- I'm going to do this on my own. And she said, ah, you know, I don't know about that. I mean, you can't just uh-huh. compete with one person. But they looked into it, and they realized there is no minimum amount of cheerleaders you have to have on a team in order to compete. Well, so least she least one.
0: Went, at least one. I mean, <laughs> <I'm> just...
1: <laughs> well, there. okay, yes, there is one minimum amount, which is one. Um, but she decided she'd, she'd Do it on her own. Go out there and give it a try.
0: There she is. I just realized playing cheerleading video on the radio is right up there with doing a card trick on the radio. But because you're really not going to truly appreciate it. I love how the fans, uh, whoever's in the stands, helping her out. I'm sure it's family members, whatever, or maybe just other people. Just like, that. good for you. Good for you. She doesn't give up. Why did the whole team quit? Did she not even get the say. memo?
1: It, no? did, it does not say why, why they quit if there was a protest or... I don't know, scheduling difficulties or whatever. But the word got out that this young lady was going to be doing this on her own, and the crowd was really with her. Uh, They had 115 cheer squads participate. The smallest, other than her, was five, and the largest was 27 on a team. So Mm. um, she did really well. She ranked eight out of 12.
0: Yeah, good for her. Listen, yes, it's not easy because you just scream out, you know,
1: Get ready, and
0: it's all by yourself. You feel sort of silly, and she's—you know, she's she she did it. I I used to judge the seagull contest to pick the seagulls every year. Sherry,
1: seagulls? What are they?
0: Oh, I'm sorry, sea hawks. <laughs> what were your... Could you explain what qualifications
2: you had, John, to be judging such a competition?
0: Oh, oh, Mister Mister. Monotone voice, <laughs> making you <him> very sad. <laughs> I am. I was a uh, uh, regional. Uh, I was a local celebrity. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's um, all it. That's all it takes. Then.
1: I, so the seagulls are the sea. Uh, cheerleaders, <laughs> correct?
0: Exactly. Okay. And they would have about a hundred, maybe hundred fifty of them show up, and then they would dance together. There'd be two. There'd be part, pa- pairs of two. And they would dance, and then you could ask questions, and then you narrow it down, knock it down. It took a little while, but it was really fun, great honor. And but I got a chance to watch the same dance routine about two hundred times. <laughs> so the music yeah. would play, Andrew, and you'd see the same dance over and over and over and over and over, and over again. And then when they finished, then you had to ask them questions. So the music would end and then I would, and one of the questions was, tell us about a goal you've recently achieved uh, that you're proud of. And <laughs> some of the gals weren't quite ready for prime time. The other one was like, and she's standing, she's got, got the one foot sort of in front of the other foot and, you know, shoulders back. And mm-hmm. so the goal, so you could, you asked me the question, Sherry, what goal have you achieved recently that you're most proud of?
1: So, Miss, what goal have you recently achieved that you're really proud of?
0: The goal that I have recently achieved that I'm very, very proud of <laughs> is I, I, I had set a goal to climb a flight of stairs that is, is behind my house every single day. And I, I climb the stairs every single day. For about a week, and then I got the flu, and I couldn't climb the stairs <laughs> behind my house. And, that, and, th- and that's a goal that I'm proud of, that, I, that I've set for myself.
1: Was that the worst one?
0: That's the one that sticks out.
1: I don't think that's that bad of a goal. I mean, for somebody who doesn't exercise... <laughs> I can't think you. I think that's 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 a bit of an achievement. I don't Thank she you. didn't say how tall the staircase was. I mean if it was Thank like you. a bunch of you know like a hundred steps or hundred stairs. I didn't
0: count I didn't count the steps, but if there were a hundred that would be more than I could count. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Thank you very much, Seagal. Thank you. Future Not Seagal. Yet. Not yet.
0: The song was well, bump bump bum bump. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. and then when there was a break uh we were had some downtime i get up and did the dance <laughs> cuz i had memorized it
1: oh. bum, bum. yeah how, how yes. did they ask you what your goals were i mean <laughs> yeah. why did they care you know this is the thing it's so humiliating it's do they put people on the spot like that these these women are hired or if, i don't know if they get paid But they're chosen to be able, for their athleticism, for their dance ability, for their teamwork.
0: Yes, but they also go out into the public and they like go to Children's Hospital, there are various charity events and stuff like that. They take it very, very seriously. uh, Who can be a seagal? And they notice they want somebody that, you know, can't put two words together. They want to be, and you know, it was. A, we took it very seriously. There was like seven or ten of us sitting there writing them all down. And the one guy's like, "Let me give you some advice. You've never done this before. You just, you know, don't don't rank the first couple too high because then you know you don't know what the other ones are going to be like. So you start giving them eights, and then somebody comes out and they're like a they're like a nine, and you've already like previously committed. So just you know, take it easy. Just you know, don't, you know don't don't be too anxious with the eights in the beginning. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. God, it was okay. hard.
1: Well, and then one day, you ha- Jacob, did, was it- you'll be happy
0: to know they stopped calling me, Jacob. You happy? <laughs> I don't know. What a- was- oh, That was the indicator of... is <laughs> <Was> there a <laughs> limit on eights? Yeah, like, was-
1: couldn't you rate everybody <laughs> an eight if you wanted to? Why did they limit the eights or limit the high scores in the beginning?
0: Well, the first ten come out and you get, well. These wow, they're really great. I give them an eight, right? Yeah, but then someone else comes, or nine or something, and then somebody else comes out, and then you know they're even better than that.
1: Okay, and there's not a lot.
0: Not you don't have place. You can't really go anywhere. So then I was like, giving. I created my own little system. I'm like five plus possibly higher. Um, greater than sign. You know, I make little notes. This big pile, and they're collecting them. I'm like, can you please decipher this for me? It's like uh, those, those ten, those ten. <laughs> yep. Bump bump, 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 You still bump, remember bump. the dance? I can do it. I'll tape it and I'll send it. Uh-oh, over Oh, really?
1: I'd love yep. that. Okay. All
0: right. All right. <laughs> Good. But let's take it. All right. Thank you. All right. Here we go. Still trying to find that song. shit. bump bump on Just I keep typing in bump bump bum. It doesn't come up. Can't find anything right now. Hmm. Someone will know it. So for me for me to do my dance. Uh, maybe it's a Cardi B song. Let's play that one on the radio. McDonald's and Cardi B uh, and Offset promotions draws a pushback from some restaurant owners. Uh, ooh, please. Think about Cardi B's big song, and then to think about, you know, going to McDonald's. I guess it doesn't always work so well. Hang on.
2: My dream day with Offset starts like. Cardi, baby, get in. i surprise you we're place all to ourselves. Thank you, baby. You look gorgeous tonight, baby. We share our favorite McDonald's order. And we start with a cheer. Mmm, let's eat the Cardi B and Offset meal. <sighs>
0: there you are. So, what's McDonald's? What some of the owners have a problem with? it? What's their problem with it? It seems to have a kind of a Glenn Miller feel to it, and then kind of a you know hip sort of rap thing that the kids are into at the end. There, Sherry.
1: Yes, it appears that there are f- franchise owners that believe mm-hmm. that it really doesn't align with the company's brand. Um, According to the Wall Street Journal, uh, some operators have questioned whether the celebrity tie-ins could conflict with the company's brand standards and franchisee rules. The company's golden arches code for marketing states that promotions and branding shouldn't include musical partnerships associated with content that includes offensive language in the lyrics. So Mm. some of the owners of the franchises are saying we don't. Really think this is family friendly? We don't think this is a good idea, but McDonald's comes back with it and says these partnerships that we've had have been very, very successful. Mm-hmm. Now the Cardi B offset meal um, for yes. sharing is uh, for her a cheeseburger with barbecue sauce and a Coke, and then for him it's a quarter pounder with cheese and a high C orange drink. And then they share an apple pie and some French fries. <laughs> that Thank you for all you? that,
0: Sherry. <laughs> you did a lot of research on it. I did. T- I'm Cardi eating B one beer. right now.
1: <laughs> I'm eating the offset part of it. I hope that's okay. I didn't think I was restricted to Cardi B just because I'm a woman, but at any rate, so yeah. So there are people saying, you know, that they want McDonald's wants to be the center of culture. They want to be able to stay. Up with what people are listening to and uh-huh. uh, in, enjoying, and they're saying these uh, this makes us relevant. This is a good thing.
0: I wonder if they pay Cardi B to have Cardi B be part of the thing.
1: A lot, probably.
0: Oh, when you s- when I say go share the Cardi B offset meal, this is what I mean. Yeah, so you're driving. Through some town, and there's McDonald's, and you got your Jack in the Box, you got your Skippers, you got your whatever, and you're just thinking, thinking, uh, you know, why one person chooses one fast food restaurant over another one? It's all consistency's the one thing. If you're eating McDonald's here, or eating it, you know, in some other state, but then it's also top of mind. That's why all the advertisement is always on top of mind. You get a celebrity, but if, would you that? I wonder if Cardi B actually ever eats at a McDonald's. That thing always bugs me. You see the celebrities like that guy doesn't drive that car. I right? think that person doesn't eat at McDonald's.
1: Exactly. And you sh- yeah, I'm sure that they have tr- at least tasted the food, but I don't think that they're <laughs> rolling up to a drive-through, grabbing their own little sharing meal, whatever that is. Yeah, I I don't think it is. And you're right. It, that's all that it is. It's just the association. So, right. you're not going to buy the food is exactly the same no matter how you package it or with whom, but you're, it, it might have a different impression. It might make a you know, uh, kind of a, a thing in your brain that says, oh, if I'm hungry, then you think about them, you think about uh, what that means or something, and then you go to McDonald's as opposed to Burger King.
0: I go to Jack in the Box over here in Cle Elum, and I just get the basic hamburger with nothing on it at all, and then I, no fries, nothing, and then I order a small milkshake, and then one was always like, would you like extra whipped cream on that? I'm like, mm. No. No, can't you see I'm kind of sort of on a diet or I'm trying to watch what I eat and then she's going to... All the whipped cream on top? No.
1: Okay, so the plain hamburger you think is saving... You're saving calories by not getting ketchup?
0: Yes, and then I use those calories on my milkshake. (laughs) And then I buy an ice cream cone and I give it to the dogs.
1: (laughs) Well... You have a, quite a system there. It's I, a big I, I, night out. Okay, Sherry. Okay, when all right. I go I down to saying, the la-
0: when I go to the laundromat on Tuesday nights, and I want to, you know, okay, I'm there on Tuesday nights. I don't make a big rush. Doing the laundry, I'll go to Jack in the Box. And that's the way I order. And maybe I'll become a sponsor for those, for the Jack in the Box in Cleveland. You get the, the John Curling the special. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a plain hamburger, a milkshake, and an ice cream cone for your dogs. For a dog. There we go.